week on the Happy Clients Podcast, I spoke with Hannah Nieves about leveraging PR and really letting your business stand out by pitching to those really big companies and making sure that you are bringing your business to the next level and you have the right tools in your tool belt to do so. And from what Hannah told us, we definitely think PR is part of the mix. Enjoy. Welcome to the Happy Clients Podcast, brought to you by Dot & Company. Whether you're a virtual assistant, an agency owner, or a client-facing account manager, we all deal with clients. Lucky for you, client management is what we do best. Now, let's dig in, that can life, and have some fun along the way. Cheers to Happy Clients. Well, I'm so excited to speak with you today. Hannah, learn everything about not only PR, but how you're helping agencies and entrepreneurs really grow their business and really take it to the next level. So welcome to the Happy Clients Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This is one of my favorite topics, and I'm just excited to talk to other agency owners as well. So thank you. So let's just, of course, everybody knows who you are, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. just in case, why don't we um, debrief a little bit and just tell everybody kind of you, your business, and I guess how you're really impacting the agency world. Yeah. So my name is Hannah. I'm based out of New York, the founder and principal of Hannah Nieves Consulting. We are a marketing and brand consulting firm based out of New York, where we work with lifestyle entrepreneurs um, and brands through our HN Trio. And then on the other side of the business, we have what I call our education platform. That's where we're working with, you know, newly established all the way up to seven, multiple seven figure businesses through our programs. And funny enough, most of the people that come through our programs um, are other consultants or agents agency owners, um, other multidisciplinary people just like myself. So that's kind of like the main gist of it. And yeah, really excited to be here. Thank you. And I always love to hear this piece of the puzzle, but how did you get to becoming your own boss, that entrepreneurial mm-hmm. place in your life? How did you kind of get here, Hannah? So it's funny because I started out in corporate America and started my career there in commercial real estate. I was in New York city on the capital markets division. And I mean, if you can picture the um, Wolf of wall street, that's exactly what it was. I was on a sales floor (laughs) with 200 men, one of five women on there. And it was really tough and rough. And taught me how to build really thick skin really fast when you're selling, you know, 50, hundred million dollar buildings in the city and realized I hated the financial modeling side of things. So I love real estate and design. I hated the industry that I was in. So I ended up moving to a national home interiors brand where I then became director of marketing and I absolutely loved it. But, you know, the big thing for me that I realized was I always used to go into burnout, um, even back in college and, two years ago, I went to burnout and actually went to the hospital. So that was kind of the foundation point where I was like, all right, I'm going to keep going at the rate I'm going and still burn out, or I need to do something else. And it kind of was like the kickoff point where I said to my husband, I was like, I can't keep living like this anymore. I'm building someone else's dream. So um, it started off really, really small, like everyone else, you know, started as a side hustle and then um, ended up going full time. And then the rest is history. Of course, everybody really resonates with burnout now more than ever. You know, we're hopefully on the back end of this really strange time in this pandemic. But I just love that you took charge. Like what a great pivot. Unfortunate that you were hospitalized. Never like mm-hmm. to hear that. But now I can mm-hmm. assume you're in a much better place and helping a lot of people and just creating that work-life balance that we all need and, and really strive for. 
Yeah, I think too, it's so interesting because the burnout doesn't go away, even if you do transition. And I see it even in clients. That's why I, I love to bring in that wellness component into everything I do, even though I'm predominantly strategy focused, um, because I've seen clients who even own their own business. They go from working in corporate to owning their own company and they're working 80 hours a week. And the same thing happens again. And it's like, if you don't have the mindset and if you don't prioritize that in your business, but also in your life, it will never go away. But that's something that's really, really important because I I mean, what are you working for then? Yeah, that's definitely the people we speak to. You know, people are coming to us that are like, I can't keep up with everything. And usually sort of that client piece is the first to go, right? So definitely something that I know people in the industry are feeling for sure. We're so grateful to have you here and talk about not only your business, who you're helping, but we thought maybe talking about PR and leveraging that would be a cool topic to cover today. So why don't you maybe even dive into a little bit of your services and then we'll talk everything PR. Yeah. So PR, I mean, it's one of my favorite topics and we do this in a multitude of ways, whether it's on our agency side where we do it for you, or we consult you and your team on it. Or if you go through any of my programs, I touch on this as well. So it's really a core component and it's the third um, piece of our trio of marketing, branding, and PR. It's kind of like the last phase and yeah, it's kind of interwoven through everything that we do. Oh, cool. And this is like so exciting for me too. I have a PR degree and even, I mean, I don't want to date myself, but from where PR was maybe like 10 years ago to where it is today, Mm -hmm. like it's such an evolution and it's kind of, you know, this evergreen sort of piece of the puzzle too, where, you know, just like everything marketing, it's really has changed so much. And Mm -hmm. really that PR move, like, you know, Instagram was just becoming a thing when I (laughs) was Oh yeah. No, even now with the metaverse, it's just changing even more. And it's, you have to just stay on top of it because the way that you did things 10 years ago may not work the same now, you know, and it's just, it's changing and evolving. Yeah, definitely won't work. I would say. (laughs) So what are you telling clients? What's the big to do when it comes to PR that you're telling clients? Yeah. So when it comes to PR, especially, you know, if you're another agency owner or consultant or whatnot, I mean, big thing is to understand like what it is, right? So if you're new to PR, kind of the short answer here, it's really this strategic communications process. So a lot of people think PR is pitching the media or getting, you know, a print placement, but there's so much more to that. But I really want you to break down our two different sections here. We have our own media. And I say that in quotations because we don't really truly own social media, but the platforms that we own. We have social media, we have our blog, we have our website, and then we have earned media. And that's where pitching to digital and print, TV and radio, podcasting, contributor article writing, influencer marketing, speaking all come into play. So that's where PR can get really robust and complex, but I really, I'll break it down later on in this episode as well. That's the overview of what PR really is. Yeah. And that does look very different and can always be changing. So even that mindset of like rearranging your your brain to really, you know, really think about PR in that sort of new way or that ever changing way is Mm -hmm. totally cool and necessary and brings us to the first question of what PR truly is. So learning from the expert, Hannah, what are you telling clients? What is PR really to you and to Mm -hmm. the people you're working with? 
Yeah. So as it relates to, you know, other agency owners and consultants and whatnot, um, specifically PR can be a great way to not only build authority and credibility, um, but also add more impressions and visibility to your brand. So this could look like, for example, getting featured in a publication, right. And using that to repurpose that content. It could be going on a podcast, repurposing that podcast content, using an affiliate campaign for like maybe your EDU platform, right. There's so many things that you can do, but it's really going to be dependent on your goals and intentions. I think that's the biggest mistake Mm -hmm. people make is that they see, oh, this person did this type of PR. Mm -hmm. Um, So that means that I need to do that too. And it really comes down to your goals because I've seen it differ across the board. Like the strategies that we put in place for a product brand are going to be very different that we put in place for say an agency owner. Right. And I'm assuming that's part of the kind of consulting that you offer, Hannah, kind of just getting down to that end goal and what the strategy really looks like. Exactly. Because it's ever changing. And the same thing that you do, you know, one month or one quarter is going to change later on throughout the year as well, especially with everything changing with social media and the metaverse um, and NFTs. I mean, that's a whole other conversation, but it is just changing the landscape for honestly, almost every single industry right now. And especially in the PR space. And this is just for my own curiosity, but what are sort of the hot trends like, and yes, I'm fully Mm -hmm. absorbing that everything is different for each client, but what's kind of the hot trends that we're seeing maybe for 2022? Definitely. So strategic partnerships definitely are really big and you're seeing this happen in obviously within the metaverse and like large brands. So on that perspective, absolutely. So strategic partnerships, I would also say too, there's also this shift from just pitching print or digital publications. Like people come to me and the first thing they say is I, I want to get featured in Forbes, right? Like that's always a big one yeah. for entrepreneur or business insider. And I think too, there's also this shift of, you know, there are other publications out there that are say not as big as Forbes and entrepreneur that have such a robust and engaged following. Um, and I see you're going to be seeing these, these types of platforms come up um, around the industry as well, because you're seeing a lot of personal brands start to transition over to other, um, whether it's, if you want to call it lifestyle content platforms or they're more content-based platforms. So I think that's going to be a huge opportunity, especially um, if you're an agency owner or consultant in 2022. Interesting. I love that. And you're right. I feel like every, and even when we're running ads for people, they're like Mm -hmm. featured in Forbes, like that is such the Mm -hmm. go-to. That expansion will be awesome to see for sure. You know, I just always like to keep up on the trends, but (laughs) (laughs) that's good to know for sure. So now that we kind of know a little bit more about PR and, and what it's really looking like in 2022, how is that sort of relative to people's business and maybe even digital marketing agencies, but kind of the people in our industry, how does PR relate to them and their business? Yeah. So PR, if you really want to think about it, I like to call it like the third phase of the trio. Well, first off, let me just also preface here. You want to make sure that your brand is established first before you do that. And not that you have to be at a certain revenue amount, but you want to make sure that your brand's consistent across the platforms that you have, whether it's social and website. So that's number one. You want to make sure your product suite is defined and you have a very clear message. Um, that's key. So as it relates to other agency owners, like the big thing I always say is this could help with expanding and finding new clients. Um, this can also shape your positioning within the market. Reason being like, for example, you could go on other podcasts. It's another fantastic low hanging fruit way of getting your brand out there. 
Mm -hmm. You could write contributor articles for, you know, publications or independent blogs that will drive traffic back to your site. I'm always thinking of backlinks as much as possible. And then from there, it's the repurposing process. So we had a client went into our BAA program, found me through an article that I did for Forbes that we repurposed to Pinterest. She was searching something on Pinterest and found it. So I ended up booking a consultation that same day. So it really is really powerful when you know how to use the content and how to leverage the content. And that's an easy way to not only, again, build positioning and credibility, but also drive sales as well. Yeah, I think that's super relevant just as we move forward in the scope of, or even the landscape Mm -hmm. of digital marketing and probably like marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of being everywhere at once is so Mm -hmm. important. Love that story about Pinterest too, because we're, we're always trying to just not reinvent the wheel. I'm sure that's not the reinventing the wheel to you, but just thinking of new ideas too, to kind of repurpose Mm -hmm. that content is exactly exciting for sure. And Pinterest is also, I feel like maybe it's happening, but Pinterest, I'm hearing so much more. We're hearing about it, working with all the agencies Mm -hmm. too. Like Pinterest is definitely, you know, Google Mm -hmm. (laughs) 2.0123. Yeah. Pinterest is a really fantastic platform, especially because I mean, it's not like a social platform. It's really a search engine. So Mm -hmm. if you know how to leverage it from a keyword perspective, it can do wonders for your brand. Totally. And then the end of the circle or the full circle moment would be how to really deliver this PR to people and pitch it to those heavy Mm -hmm. hitters. So what are your recommendations, Hannah? Like how do clients pitch the PR? So when it comes to pitching your brand, there's a few different ways. Obviously, if you're at the point where your brand is ready to outsource, you have people like us where we're kind of intermediary, or if you're ready to pitch yourself for PR, like I said, you want to make sure number one, you define your goals. You have clear messaging, you know, the media cycle, especially if you're going to pitch digital and print, that's a big thing as well. Um, you want to be pitching against the news cycle and what they're talking about. So that's big as well. Um, and you want to make sure you have a solid pitch. That's the biggest thing there's, I mean, a lot of people get really overwhelmed with the pitching process because it can be a little bit intimidating, but really it's just having a conversation with another person at the other end of that email mm-hmm. and Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to unpack there, but your pitch needs to be very strong and short and concise. And you're of course, helping people with these pitches and maybe coaching Mm -hmm. them as they execute their pitches. Is there any sort of key practices that you tell somebody you might be, I don't know, maybe it's their first one, a little bit nervous, just starting Mm -hmm. out. What are kind of the best practices? (laughs) So I always take the mentality of it's not about you. It's about them. And this goes for anything, podcasting, media, anything along those lines. You want to really position the pitch in a way where you're benefiting their audience. That's the big thing. And then the second thing is you want to be short and concise. So 150, 200 words. Yes, you can talk about yourself and give pitch angles and have a really strong pitch in that short amount of time and word length. So I always say 150 to 200 words. Um, You also want to just understand like the the timing as well. Like whenever anyone tells me like, oh yeah, I sent my pitches out, no response. And I asked when you sent them out and you said Friday at four o'clock. I'm like, okay, well, there's your reason. (laughs) Um, So you want to be very intentional with the timing of sending your pitches out, how you're executing them and who you're sending them to. Yeah, that definitely is probably something that maybe needs to be uh, coached or taught for sure, mm-hmm. rather than just, you know, kind of 
not well thought out. Yeah. The four o'clock mm-hmm. on Fridays, that's getting buried for sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's getting buried. And another thing as well, it's like, especially for entrepreneurs, there's almost this misconception or idea that like everyone works the same way that we do. And that's not the case. Like you're talking with people who work in corporate America. Mm-hmm. So Mondays and Fridays, I probably wouldn't send pitches out. Um, yeah. So you want to keep that in mind. And that there's certain times of the year with like holidays, like they're just like, they're heading out of office. So you just want to be mindful of that, that they operate in a different way than entrepreneurs do and just being respectful of that too, you know? Yeah, that's actually, I think that's a huge takeaway because we're always saying work-life balance, flexible lifestyle, make your own schedule, which is like completely different than Mm -hmm. probably like your Wall Street life and corporate America, Canada, Mm -hmm. America. So (laughs) um, huge takeaway there. And really to think like them would be, you know, another good one for sure. Kind of put yourselves in their shoes, right? Exactly. Um, Yeah. So that's great to hear all those really great things about PR and, and how you are working with people. Um, Do you have any success stories, any really great kind of pieces that you want to share, or we can look into after people are listening to this podcast? Yeah. I mean, it really expands across product and service base. Granted from our EDU side, we have clients who pitch themselves who were featured in CNN and where Martha Stewart, Real Simple, Bustle, Birdie, I mean like across the line, Women's Health. Um, we've had speak engagements on our agency side. We've had clients who've been featured in New York Times. We spoke at Create and Cultivate before, Business Insider, Forbes, the whole nine kind of across the board, bustle, birdie, romper. And then we have a few in the works right now with some of the heavy hitters. And again, I can't confirm yet. So I will wait to say those (laughs) names until they're out, but they're very, very big shelter publications. So it's really across the board. And and I think the big thing too, that I'll recommend or just say is that even if a client comes through like our brand authority accelerator program and their brand is, you know, I don't want to say recently established. We've had clients range in terms of their agency size in there. Um, I've still had clients get featured in big, big publications within that program, which is awesome. You don't need to be at like six, seven figures in order to get featured in the media. So I think that's another big takeaway as well is that really don't let your, your income size stop you from doing this because I was featured in business insider before I had a website and um, before I had six figures in business and then I got featured in style. So it's really just dependent on the story. Oh my goodness. I think people do focus on that a lot too. Like I'm not big enough. I'm not here yet, but there are so many other contributing factors for sure. Mm -hmm. And to kind of just really speak to an audience of needing PR and who might come to you. Could you tell me even the journey, Hannah, or like who's coming to you? Maybe they don't have six Mm -hmm. figures in their bank account, but they're coming to you. They experience what, and kind of where they're they end up after, you know, maybe going through the accelerator or whatever. Yeah. So I would say it's funny because when I built out the EDU platform, I really didn't have, not to say I didn't have a definitive focus on the exact person, but like over time, that person has been shaping and molding into this multidisciplinary, multi-passionate business owner. And I would say for the most part, a lot of the people that we work with in our um, brand authority accelerator and then our Thrive Collective, which is our 12 month experience have truly become these agency owners, creatives, done-for-you service providers, consultants, for the most part, who are building out their education platform 
platform. So that's been really, really great. And in terms of depending on where your business is at, it really just depends on the program. BAA really geared towards positioning and messaging and PR, kind of that foundation point before Thrive, which is all on leadership, operations, scale, growth, a huge wellness component as well is merged into that container. So it's kind of like that next step afterwards. And it truly is a true mastermind environment. So that's why it's 12 months long. So yeah, I love working with our agency owners and consultants and I can really feel for them as well, just from being and doing the same thing. So when you say mastermind, they definitely have access to you, but they also have this huge community around them. How many people are in your mastermind right now, Hannah? So we have eight women in that program right now. I usually cap it between eight and 10. This is, it'll be a third time running it um, this spring. And that container, yes, it's almost like, I always like to say, it's almost like having a one-to-one consultant with a small group. So we meet one-to-one, we work on your business. I jump in your spreadsheet. Like literally today, I'm going to be going in that (laughs) Slack channel and asking them, did you guys update your revenue trackers? Like I'm in their business with them. (laughs) which is so fun. Um, so yeah, it really sits as a true mastermind in the sense that everyone has a responsibility to be present and provide, you know, I'm going to say resources, but basically we're working together to help elevate each other's businesses. Um, and then I bring in the guest experts there and then we have a nice, beautiful retreat at the end. So it's pretty fun. Oh, that is fun. Definitely love that. I think that's key for accountability too. Like Mm -hmm. I am the person that is not going to work out on their own, but when there's a group people around me telling me to work out, I'm going to work out. So that's awesome. And to have that sort of person going through it, Mm -hmm. just such a win for sure. So if people are interested and want to join, you know, either start off with BA, go to thrive, whatever they might want. How do they find you, Hannah? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram, Hannah M. Nieves. I do a lot of free trainings on there. Um, so there's a plethora of content that's nice. helpful. And then also on our website, hannahnieves.co. You can find all the information on there, but I am really hands-on. So if you ever have questions or just not sure, send me a DM. I'll probably voicemail me back, but pretty straightforward. And yeah, that's it. And you won't be disappointed by the Instagram. I've been creeping that <laughs> So um, Thank just you. always scrolling for updates for sure. So definitely check out Hannah on Instagram, go to her website and we'll link everything in the bottom of this podcast. So Hannah, is there anything else you want to kind of tell the listeners, anything you, you think we've left out today? I would just say my last tip is just be persistent. I know like with anything else in business, you're going to get knocked down. You're going to get no's. You're going to get people who just don't respond. Um, And I think that's what builds resilience and just being persistent. So um, that is my last and final tip because I know, especially in the PR world, it can get a little bit defeating as well when you're pitching yourself and it takes time to build. But um, like anything else, you just, you got to keep moving. So, yeah. And probably even more reason to have this sort of group too, right? Like you're not alone. You're going to get, maybe it goes down before it goes up. So super helpful today, Hannah, this was so great. I love this sort of new outlook on PR, definitely something we're going to absorb and and take back to Dot & Company, but it's such a great tool for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Everybody check out Hannah. It's all in the description. Thanks so much, Hannah. Thanks. Here's to happy clients.